Welcome to the Women's Business Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Walker, business coach, speaker, and accountability group leader. Here, female entrepreneurs and business owners like yourself can find help getting more focused and strategic in your business so that you can bring in more profit and get more time with your family. Join us today as I talk about how to know when it's okay to change your plan. We have a special guest later in the show, Christine Farnham of Comfort Healing, and she's going to be talking about her successful change in plans, we'll say, not necessarily a pivot, um, that she did earlier this year. Those of you that have been listening to the podcast or have worked with me or in my impact group, you know that I see planning and strategizing as one of the key components of your business. Everyone that works with me leaves with a plan and an action step. The members of the impact group will tell you that I remind them and ask them about their quarterly goal every time we meet, whether they want me to or not. We focus on setting a goal and sticking to one thing as your focus. This can be extremely effective to improve your clarity and your productivity, something we all want. One thing I see often, though, that holds entrepreneurs back is that they don't stick with something long enough to give it time to work. Changing focus and strategy too often can be confusing to your audience, and it tends to look unprofessional, honestly. That being said, there are some times that we do need to change course, niche down, or tweak our strategy. I did say that. Sometimes we need to change our plan. The big question is, how do you know when to change and when to stay the course? There are some really big, heavy things going on in the world right now, and many business owners are wondering if they need to change their plan, if they need to pivot, or address some specific area of their business. I know that in light of the pandemic and racial injustices, I am rethinking my business plan. The pandemic, at first, that threw a wrench in my 2020 plan, which was to have more in-person events, to connect more to women in my local community in person, and obviously that I could not follow that plan. I had to come up with something new, and I'm still trying to consider how to proceed because we don't really know what the future holds. In light of the protests for racial equality, I've been convicted, and so I am making a very concerted effort to learn and listen and on how I can be a better support for women of color in the world and in their own businesses and how how can I make my events more inclusive and how can I give women of color a platform and a voice at my live events and on my podcast and what needs to change um, in my heart, in my business so that I can be a better ally. And I know I have a long way to go, um, but I know it's time to take a fresh, honest look at how I run my business. So if you too are wondering, is this the time for you to change your path? Do you need to adjust your your course? I'm gonna give you four questions to ask yourself before you hit the delete key to decide if now is the right time or not. So let's start by assuming you have a vision and strategic plan for your business, a target market, established offers, and you have stuck with them for a while to see if they will work. If you haven't done that, I think that's a better place to start before deciding if you need to change things. The shift to online during the pandemic has given many business owners time to consider new ways of serving their clients or what they want to offer them. 
I don't know anyone's business who has not been affected in some way, shape, or form since we set all of our goals back in January of 2020. We set some big goals, we had some big intentions, and like most of you, I have had to adjust my sales. The question is, do you change your destination or do you change the course? So think about that for a minute. Do you change your destination or the course to get there? I have four questions we're going to talk about first, then we're going to chat with Christine in the next segment. Following that, I'm going to give you guys some action steps forward to determine what you do now if one of these questions speaks to your business. First question, is this a new idea or is this something you've been contemplating and researching for a while? In my top five strengths, according to the Gallup report, is ideation. I literally have ideas all day long. How to improve the pickup line at the restaurant. How our soccer club could make their email more user-focused. And of course, 42 different ways I could serve my customers. I cannot act on all of them, obviously. I have to pick and choose what is best for my business. Every time, that means waiting. Every time. I have had to discipline myself to wait and put it on my someday list. If you want more information about to-do lists, uh, check out the last episode, number 33. Sometimes an idea sticks around. I've come to realize that I have an idea excitement window. I am all in for a certain amount of time. After that amount of time, if the idea is left alone, the idea will kind of slowly die or um, on the flip side, over a certain amount of time, it might continually tap me on the shoulder. It is the ones that stick around for months, sometimes years, that I pay attention to. Give a new idea some time to incubate and simmer before you jump right into taking action on it. Question number two, have you given your other strategy time to work? Have you honestly given it the time, attention, and planning it deserves? Have you run that program more than once? Have you tried it the following year? Try, trying something once or focusing on a market for three months is like dipping your toe in the water. You don't really know how good or bad it is until you dive in. Be honest with yourself. If there is something not working that can be tweaked before you totally abandon your plan. And get some professional advice and not only get the advice but be open to hearing the advice sometimes we just are kind of done with something and we haven't given it enough time and people will give suggestions like a coach or mastermind partners and you just don't really want to hear it so you say oh I've tried that I've tried that but be open to the idea that there is a way for you to improve your plan the way it is right now And ask yourself, are you selling yourself short or letting limiting beliefs lead your strategy, your pricing, or your sales? I'll say that again. Are you letting limiting beliefs lead your strategy, pricing, or sales? I have another great episode, number 27, one of our most popular episodes on getting out of your own way. That was with Jenny Schubring. That's a great one. If you think that's the problem, then maybe pause this one and go back and listen to the other one first. Question two, have you given your original strategy, enough time to work, enough attention, and enough planning. If you haven't actually done the action steps or implemented the plan, then you can't say in good conscience that it didn't work. 
All right, moving on to number three. Will this pivot be an up level in your business or help in niching down? Pivoting doesn't have to just be for when things aren't working. You could be at the top of your game and still benefit from a change of plans. If your business is growing and progressing, if this change makes what you offer even more transformative, that's a good thing. So think about how a slight change in course could make your offer an even better fit for your audience. So this will be the example we'll show with Christine how her business, she actually up-leveled by pivoting. Interesting. Well, well, I can't wait to share that part with you. Number four, does a part of your plan no longer fit your values, lifestyle, or your current worldview? I have heard the term, it's just business, to justify lying, cheating on numbers, and treating people poorly. We can't separate our morals and our life's work. They go hand in hand. Get uncomfortable and take a reality check on what you may need to change in your business to reflect this. So what to do if you decide you are ready for a change in plan? Listen into the end of the show and I will share some action steps with you. So let's see how a pivot can affect a business in a real world example. Sometimes I just share all the how to's and we don't actually get to see how that plays out in the real world. So I'm excited to welcome on Christine Varnum. Christine is a life coach that works with adults and teens alike to help them gain clarity and confidence and take back control in their life. I met Christine when she attended the Lakeside Conference a few years ago, and since then she's been a member of the Impact Mastermind Group. So I've had the pleasure of seeing Christine on the regular and watching her beautiful business get better and better. Recently, Christine saw an opportunity to add another segment to her audience. We're going to talk to her today about how she decided to change course and what went into her decision. Hope you enjoy. Are you looking for some more accountability in your business? How about a more strategic action plan to achieve your goals? You may be wondering if the goal you chose is the best one right now, or even how to strategically choose a professional goal. Join us in the Impact Membership Group this quarter, and we can help you walk through what is the most strategic goal for your business and help you get a strategic action plan and set of steps that you can take to help you reach your goal. We're also going to give you the accountability of a small group mastermind and monthly trainings to help you stay on task, stay focused, and stay productive. To find out how you can become a member of this group of driven, ambitious, yet down-to-earth professional businesswomen, go to womensbusinessworkshop.com forward slash impact. We can't wait to see you in the group. Welcome, Christine, to the Women's Business Workshop podcast. Hi, Robin. Thank you so much for having me. Those of you who have not met Christine yet, she's from Massachusetts and has an amazing accent. Yes, that I do. I get a lot of slack from you guys in the Midwest over that. Yes. Well, we love it. (laughs) It has been fun to watch your business evolve over the last few months. Um, What an exciting time for you. Yes, this has been a great time for me. It just, even just talking about it gives me goosebumps of the clarity that I've had over the past few months has been completely amazing for myself personally and my business. It's funny you say goosebumps. I actually have them. And I was thinking, is that the air conditioning? <laughs> just, I'm just so excited for you. 
yeah, that's the amazing energy that's going on right now. Thank you yes, so much. Yes, yes. And I had mentioned in the intro that you and I had met each other in person and have gotten to see each other in person a couple times. And eventually we'll get back to being able to see each other in person, but it just fast forwards the relationship, doesn't it? Oh, it absolutely does. Um, just knowing you personally and the amazing coach that you are. For those who don't know you yet, Christine, um, tell us a little bit about your initial target market or who you have been serving and working with over the last few years. My initial market has always been adults. I struggled my entire life growing up, working through lessons and having negativity and situations happen to me just sort of circle around me. And when I went into adulthood, I had a situation happen that really made me realize that a lot of work needed to be done personally on myself. It wasn't so much other people. It was more the work I had to do. So I started to do the work on me. And then I realized I was passing it on to friends and family and just seeing them shift. And I was like, oh, I have something here. So that's what got me to start my business, my own personal work. So I started working with adults, helping them gain self-confidence and clarity through their personal work. I did that for about six years, and then, um, which led me down a whole different road, which is what we're here to talk about, which I can't wait to dive into that and give you the details on that too. Do you remember when you started to consider pivoting away from just adults? Yes, it was about two years ago. I currently have a 13-year-old daughter, an 11-year-old daughter, and a 7-year-old daughter. And my 13-year-old was really struggling in different areas socially, emotionally in her life. And I just started taking some of the tools that I had used with my adult clients and started implementing them with her. And to see the shifts in the changes that she went through with her struggles were mind-boggling to me, which made me think, okay, I have something here that I'm going to be able to pass on to teens and adolescents to help them get through the time that I struggled the most in life. And I didn't have these tips and tools at that point in my life. So to be able to share that with those kids and with my daughter was mind-boggling and very wide open to me. My daughter came home from school when she was probably maybe around the 11, 12, and I had been working with her for a while, and she walked in the door, and I could see the look on her face, and I knew something had happened at school that was really bothering her, and she said, Mom, I want you to stop before you say anything. I want to let you know that I work through this on my own, and I'm okay, and she proceeded to tell me what had happened at the time, and tears started streaming down my face because what I had been teaching her over the past year, she had actually gone and completely implemented on her own in school in the moment and fixed, fixed the situation inside of herself to be okay with it. Th that moment was, was the turning point for me where I said, okay, I need to do a little bit more work here with my daughter and see where she gets. And then it was probably about six months ago. I said, okay, here we go. I am opening up my business to teens. This is what needs to be done. Parents were reaching out to me saying, You're, I've seen what you've done in your daughter. This is amazing. I need help. So that's what really started the pivot. Had you ever thought about working with teens or were you pretty set previously at, I'm working with adults at my market? Was this kind of out of nowhere? It when I first started my business, I would say I definitely wanted to do the adult the most. As my kids got older and as my daughter was struggling, 
that turning point was those tips and tools that I use with adults to try them out with her and see where it was. And that, that was the exact point that made me go, okay, this is what I need to do. I need to help these guys too, because they're struggling too. They're, they're human. They're just like us. They have the same struggles. And if we have those basic tips and tools to get us through, then we're golden and we can get through any situation and not have it take us down for months. I have clients that come to me that have been taken down by things in their life for months and kids too. And just to be able to implement in the moment is so important to me. How long have you been in business? I have been in business for just about seven years. That is a good long time for most entrepreneurs or small business owners. Congratulations. Thank you. So you've been working with adults for seven years, honing your craft. I would never say that you didn't give that enough time <laughs> by any means. And a lot of times when we, when people are wondering, should I change my plan? Should I pivot? I'm always recommending, make sure that you've really given it your all first before you just switch. And I love that you have been in business for a long time. You've crafted that business and you're actually adding a new segment versus pivoting in a way. Would you agree? It is definitely adding a segment to my business. I am still doing the adults and the teens. And the great thing about it for me and my business is it's very similar. So it's not like I completely revamped and went down a whole different road. All I did was add another passion into my business. And just saying that gives me chills because when it's your passion and you feel it and you just want what's best for anybody out there that's struggling with the tools and tips that you can give is just amazing. So I would say it's more adding, just adding on to my business and more of promoting the teen than adults. That's where the transition piece is for me is now I need to talk to not necessarily the teens, but the parents to get the parents to open up to also listen to what these tools are. So at home, they can help their teens. So it's adding the teens to my business, but it's also adding the parents too in one package with the teen. I like that the audience segment that you're adding is still aligned with your business. You mentioned adding a passion but it's still all aligned, which is what I love. So your messaging, your content can all have the same message and you're using your same skills and expertise. You're just adding a segment. And I love that because it's not truly a, a pivot pivot, <laughs> so to speak, because it's still in your zone of genius and people won't get confused when they come to your website. That makes me think of too, you just updated your website. So was there anything prior to adding this segment that you were concerned about? Or was there anything that you kind of hesitated a little before jumping into adding a new audience? 100%. I Taking that leap and just going for it is something I ponder. And it takes mindset work for me to tell myself, go ahead and just do it. Because we are all in fear as business owners of going out there, adding something else to our business and have it not be successful. We all struggle from that. Everybody can relate to that. So that definitely was part of the concern with adding that to my business, that jumping out of the comfort zone, that's really hard for me. So it definitely, it, it wasn't easy, but I knew it felt right. And when it feels right to me, 
in my gut, in my heart, in my head, and that is all aligned and in balance, I just have to take the, take the leap and just have to go for it. And that's where the good stuff is. That's, that's where the success comes from. The mindset of limiting yourself with either staying where you are and not giving it enough chance or taking that leap. I 100% agree. Was there anything that helped you make the decision as far as support? I know you're in our Impact Mastermind group and you work with other people, other professionals. Is there anything you'd recommend to people if they're considering changing their audience, who to listen to and maybe who not to ask? You cannot do this alone. I can't stress that enough. And I, again, here's my chills for saying that. You cannot do this by yourself. You need support. You need your people to hold you accountable. You need those people to sit down and help you gain that clarity because it's so hard. And as a coach, a life coach, we struggle with working on ourselves. We can help everybody else, but when it comes to ourselves, that is everybody struggles from that. So if you can find somebody that you connect with that can help give you that, you cannot, I believe you cannot do it without that. I would, wouldn't be where I am right now if it wasn't for you and other coaches I have had along the way. I think it's important too that all those great people we surround us, surround ourselves with all have different skill sets. So I like to go to a certain person if I need strategic business advice, where someone else, it might be more that mindset work or bouncing an idea off of, you know, peers. I think it's great to know who to go to for a situation like this and who's just going to tell you what you want to hear or who's going to shoot down ideas that maybe they're not even in business or run a business, but you're having a chat with a friend and telling them about your, your business. And it's just important to use a filter when you're asking for advice for things. And I think you and I met what, three years ago, Robin. I think so. And up until that point, I was trying to do everything on my own. Mm -hmm. And then I ventured out and started following people on coaches on Instagram and Facebook. And I was like, okay, maybe this one, maybe that one. And I went through a few before I found the ones that I connected with. And it wasn't until I gave in and said, I can't do this all on my own. That's when my business just got so much busier and I was able to go down the track that I wanted to go down. You cannot, I couldn't have done it on my own. I think it's so great too, to have people to hold you accountable. So if you show up for your mastermind and you're like, okay, guys, I'm now going to become a photographer. Everyone would be like, whoa, Christine, let's, what is going on? And you wouldn't, we wouldn't let you let in quotes, just completely 180 your business without talking you through it first and making sure that you are solid in your research and your direction. Exactly. 100%. And I'm a person that needs to bounce ideas and things off of people and sort of get that confirmation that it's what I'm supposed to be doing. So showing up to your calls is like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. What do you think about this, Robin? You're like, yep, that's good. I'm like, okay, good. I got that confirmation from my coach. Okay. She thinks it's a good idea too. Just getting somebody else to support you and, and be on the same track and be like, you got this is so priceless. I can totally relate with that. I can talk through an idea where the other person's barely speaking. And by the end of it, I'm like, okay, I've got my plan because I just need to verbalize and have someone be in the space with me sometimes just for my own to kind of work out what's in my head. Exactly. It's ten, nine times out of 10, I know exactly what I need to do, but just being able to express it and say it 
And what I started doing recently is recording like blog posts and things like that in a microphone app I have on my phone so I can talk it out. Then when I go sit down to write it, I can actually type it out from what I was saying rather than getting that writer's block to sit down and go, what was I gonna say? So that has made it easier. So talking things out definitely works for me. So if you guys are thinking of pivoting or adding an audience or changing your strategy, do not do it alone. Make sure you have a coach in your corner, a mastermind group, business besties, someone that can give you good solid feedback or ask you the hard questions that someone else may not ask you before you make that big jump. Let's talk the logistics of, so you decide that you want to add teens into your repertoire, into your coaching audience. Were there any steps you took or any research or anything you did before making the leap to kind of make it less of a risk? Absolutely. I did plenty of market research. I, within my circle of friends, I would be the go-to person for the parents and I would say, okay, you need to implement this tool, but I need you to report back to me to let me know how that went. Because all kids are different and it's the same with adults. Everybody's an individual. So certain tips are going to work for one is not going to work for another because every situation is different. So I was able to do a handful of research that way before I opened up and announced this is what I'm doing and get a good plan in place for when I sit down with my clients, here's the plan that we do. Here's how I communicate with the parents because I can't market to teens. I have to market to the parents. So it was figuring out that aspect too with talking with some parents to say, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Try this, try that and get back to me and let's make sure this works. I love it. So did you take on any paid clients prior to changing your website or did you test that out or did you jump right in with having your new website and getting the word out? I recently redid my website about over the past two months or so. So about four months ago was when I had started with my first teens outside of friends and my own children. And I did charge and that was still kind of on the down low because I wanted to see how that went and it it went amazing so that's when I took that deep breath and I was like okay here's what I'm doing this is working this does work I love that you tested the waters with people that were outside of your circle as well I think it's easy for us to oh my brother-in-law loved it he loved my web design or whatever your your expertise is but I I love that you had someone pay for it that wasn't necessarily your friend or family before changing everything. I think sometimes we all wait and we want to set everything up perfectly before actually trying it, which can be a huge waste of time. That's how I work. Sometimes I'll put it off and put it off, wait till it's perfect. And you know that about me, Robin, but this was different because the passion behind it was just so deep for me. And I knew I I knew I needed to be the change for these kids. Um, They needed somebody to just give them the tips and tools and to let them know it's going to be okay. And one of my favorite phrases that works so well with kids, I want to give this away. And I'll even look at my daughters and go, what is mama going to say? What other people say and how they act is a reflection of them and has nothing to do with you. That is one of the most empowering tips that I give, whether it's an adult or a child, 
and to see that work outside to a client that has paid to come to me and the mother to, to just be amazed by that, going that one phrase has helped my child so much. So knowing it works outside of my circle, like you said, is just, it's empowering. And I think that holds us back as business owners often in so many ways, but one of them specifically to what we're talking about today is being afraid, well, what are my clients going to think? Um, I've never worked with teens before. Are they going to not want to hire me anymore? Cause they think I only do teens and letting what other people think about how you're changing your business and letting that stop you. Exactly. This is, I would say my lifetime lesson that I have had to learn over and over again. Oh, and it, right. It really helps you just put it to the side and say what, how they're acting and what they're saying is a reflection of them. Their judgment is not my stuff. I can't worry about that. I'm worrying about myself. And that, that's a hard mindset shift. Cause I feel like growing up, we're programmed in being accepted by everybody and having everybody say, that's okay, go for it, do it. Where we, especially being an entrepreneur and running your own business, you're doing your own thing. And there are going to be people out there that are going to say, yeah, you shouldn't do it that way, but you, you've got to keep staying on your track and you just have to keep going. It pays off. Sometimes too, I think it's the perfect time. We maybe have a ton of ideas and, and we're never sure when is the right time to act on them. But I love that you spent years working on your business, building your business, honing your craft and your expertise so that when this opportunity came along, you could jump on it, you could create it the way you wanted it to be. And I think now more than ever, teams needed the support and it's just perfect timing from all the work you've been doing over the last seven years. Yes, timing is everything and everything happens for a reason. And it just sort of landed in my lap and it's so true. So now if we debrief and you've gone from the uncomfortable feeling of trying to decide if you should leap, now fast forward to, as you said, feeling chills, just passionate, excited about it. So how are you going to measure um, not just an emotion and how awesome it feels, but business-wise, how can you measure, was this a success? Should I stick with this? What are some, some things you can do to kind of debrief now that you're on the side? I do a lot of trusting that this is exactly what needed to be. And I don't expect it to fully full force take off right now, but I am gradually getting more people to reach out to me. It's sort of a gradual process rather than a leap. So to think down the line, I haven't really set a concrete goal, which is what we probably have to work on, Robin, of exactly what that looks like. But I'm, I'm just right now just taking it in stride and just shifting things as I need to. And every kid that I meet with, we're doing it virtually right now, I, I am just, I am taking notes and how can I make the next one better and constantly working on the process of how I'm going to do it to like get it down exactly the way I want it that will work for most clients with the process of the going through the, some clients do weekly, bi-weekly, monthly. Um, but I'm just sort of working on that right now and letting that flow and kind of see where that brings me. I think that's super smart. And I love a gradual shift where you can get your processes in place and kind of try things and see what works and doesn't work. I love that. Maybe for quarter three or quarter four, we can look into some goal setting uh, for your new venture. But I love that you are 
just taking it in stride and learning as you go. Yes, I don't work good under a lot of pressure. So normally it's just letting it, I work best under flow. So I just let it flow and I'll get there. I believe that I'll get there. I trust that I'm going to get there. And I think right now uh, being flexible and going with the flow is really the best way to handle all these new times. And I mean, every day something's different in our communities and society right now. So I think that's a really smart way to proceed and see how things shake out in the next few months too. Very true. So do you have any words for anyone that is going to be contemplating changing up their plan other than Robin won't get mad at you? There are times when it's okay to plan. (laughs) Make sure it feels right. Make sure it feels right in your gut, in your heart, in your head, make sure all of that is aligned up and just go for it, try it out, go for it, market research it. You don't have to dive all in at one time. I didn't wake up one day and go, I'm gonna work with teens, boom, there it is on my website, I'm ready to go. It's a process, go with it. It's always evolving and shifting and I think that's one thing we need to remind ourselves, things always change. So the way it may have looked to me six months ago is going, to be a little bit different than it looks to me now. So you got to be open to that change and just go for it. Just do it. Try it. You, you, all you can do is try it. Very wise words. So Christine, where can people find you? They can find me on my website, which is comforthealingma.com. They can join me in my free Facebook group, which is Spiritual Inspirations with Christine Varnum. Well, thank you for taking the time to give us a real world example of what it can look like to adjust our sales, so to speak. We hear so many theories and suggestions, it's hard to really visualize it. So thanks for letting us see the back end of your business. Well, thank you, Robin, so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. It is my honor. And I look forward to hearing more about your plans. So thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Okay, we've done an example and I've given you four questions to think about. So now let's move on to some action steps, the part we all love, taking action. So four things that you can do. Number one, you can research the new idea or the change in plan. What would be involved? What are the statistics that would affect this decision? How can you do market research maybe with your group or your current clients to find out if this is a good fit or a good direction? Um, With that being said, make sure if you do like a poll in your group that the people that you are listening to are the people that are your ideal client. Anyone and everyone in your group could give you input, but you really want to pay attention to the people who you who are your ideal client and what they are looking for or what they need. Number two, uh, something I love doing with clients and I feel like it's super helpful is a brain dump. Get all the ideas out of your head and on paper. This is one of those times you don't hold back. You don't censor or filter the ideas or questions or thoughts you're having around the change. You just get everything down on paper. No idea is a bad one. Number three, let it sit. See what happens when you leave it alone for a bit. Let the idea kind of simmer. Give your brain some time to process it. But leaving something alone can actually be an action step. Number four, is there something in your current plan that that needs to be worked on first? Maybe it's something that you didn't really follow through with 
Uh, maybe those action steps, you never actually completed them. Maybe you actually never wrote any action steps. So be really honest on did you give your current plan 100%? And some things like with the pandemic, if, if you're we're going to have a live event, you obviously physically can't do that. But what else could you do with that idea? How could you change it to fit right now? Don't just abandon everything because things changed. Figure out what what wasn't working and how can you fix that? Sometimes you just need a tweak and not an overhaul. I think most of you still want the same finish line. I know I do, but you may just need to alter your path to get there. Then ask yourself, is this tweak or niching down or change in plans, is it still going to get me to my final destination, the final goal? Maybe that was a yearly goal or a quarterly goal. Am I still getting to that destination? Right now, the Impact Mastermind groups are forming for next quarter. You can get your spot in time for the quarterly goal setting call, and then you can have your new plan done in an hour. Join us at the link in the show notes. All right, everybody, have a wonderful rest of your day and go get back to work. 